Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Vince McMahon is back in the office and he's uh, trying to change things. Ugh. MJF tweets, then deletes support for Anna Jay after her scary rampage bump. We have a major update, a medium update on Cody Rhodes. <laughs> and a second generation wrestler is signing with WWE imminently. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, so yeah, Vince McMahon, he's... Ah, jeez, he peeps, man. He's doing, he's doing stuff, he's doing of stuff. Of course, why am um, I not surprised? So obviously back in WWE, board of directors, executive what is it executive uh, chairman chairman yeah that's his title all of that stuff uh, you know the drill Stephanie's gone boardroom shake up all of that stuff now it was initially said that when Vince came back into the company all he was there to do was to uh, help with a sale potentially yeah uh, I, I, guys he's not going to get involved in the day to day stuff or creative yeah come on guys what are you talking Vince wouldn't do that and uh, you know help with a new TV rights deal limited scope limited scope limited scope uh, not so limited scope so Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer has today corroborated a report from Ringside News that was their initial report uh, and Dave's backed it up now, confirmed it, uh, stating that Vince was back in the office all of last week. Oh. It was initially reported that he wouldn't be involved in the day-to-day and would not be in the office. In addition to this, uh, he has been uh, suggesting changes across multiple departments. Um, Kevin Dunn, I think, at that meeting they held before SmackDown last week, said something along the lines of, oh, yeah, you can, we haven't enacted them or whatever. And Paul Levesque, Triple H, during that meeting, of course, said that, ah, me and Vince might talk about stuff, but it's ultimately up to me. So you can kind of see um, the insidious creep Vince's yeah. insidious creep, but the insidious creep of his influence returning yeah. to the company now. Um, yeah, I mean the the listen, I, SEC filings, legalities, all of that. Like, I'm not an expert on that sort of stuff, so I'm not going to give you some kind of hot take that might be misguided, misguided or whatever with regards to that stuff. Um, but yeah, we told you so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say as a follow up to this because I think our reactions tell you all you need to know about how we feel about this. Since Vince got his foot back in the door with coming back in, this was always going to happen. It wasn't really getting his foot back in the door, was it? It was like, he knocked at your door, you looked through the people, he kicked the door in your face, broke your nose, and then he went, oh, actually, since this door is open now, how about a big old stampede of bollocks? Yeah. Um, and my sources, you know, you say that he's not doing creative, but you know, I've got little sources on the inside. Do you know who's going to break Roman Reigns' streak and take all the titles off from WrestleMania? 
Hornswoggle. So, <laughs> is that a Triple H booking? Is it? Is he the Hornswoggle of Goldberg, brother? I'd rather it be Hornswoggle. I'd genuinely rather it be Hornswoggle to end all this, because at least we might have some patter than that old git coming in and bollocksing up some moves. You're right, Goldberg should be Uncle Howdy. That's how it should go. I thought Goldberg was Uncle Howdy. Whoa. Who's Uncle Howie then? What's Dan Howie's not We blow this case wide open. <laughs> right, um, Andy, Twitter, be back. Twitter was fun over the weekend, wasn't it? No. Okay. Uh, so there was the street fight on Rampage. Ruby Soho bled and people, for some reason on the internet, got annoyed by that. Yeah, I've got some words to say. Okay. Um, and of course, Anna Jay took a very scary looking bump uh, from a Willow Nightingale powerbomb. Willow uh, hit the, well, she hit the table herself but missed it with Anna Jay and basically just powerbombed her to the floor. Uh, everyone was up in arms on it regarding uh, on that on Twitter. Um, and MJF tweeted a response to it, then deleted, but shouted out to Reddit user Era the God who uh, just screenshotted it before it went down. MJF tweeted, what we do is real. Our lives can end in that ring in an instant. Anna Jay put her body on the line for your entertainment and you have the walls to criticise her. That's why I don't rush to please the internet fans. <laughs> I rush to please my wallet. <laughs> A smart approach uh, to, to pro wrestling from MJF there, I think. Yeah, horrible bump. Horrible. Oh. Really tough to watch. Um... Obviously, Willow was intending to powerbomb Anna Jay through the table yes. off the stage. Um, Which is still going to suck. Yeah, still going to suck, but at least it's something to break yeah, the ball. Uh, she missed the table. Willow went through it a little bit. And Anna just hit the floor. So, yeah, that was rough. A mistake. Um, what? Somewhat worryingly, there have been no updates mm. on Anna. So I hope she's doing okay. Hope she's all right. Uh, we await that news uh, eagerly and uh, yeah it's it's quite understandable that people looked at that and went ah oh, that's scary because it was it was yes. horrible yeah you yeah yeah to, you hate to see things like that but it's um, uh, yeah the MJF's right MJF's right this is you know they know what they get themselves into sure uh, and just and I hate armchair should well, be the, doing that the worst the worst was the people complaining about the Ruby Soho oh movie. yeah how about it go on mate so, so I think with stuff like this right you don't have to like bloody wrestling you don't have to like violent wrestling I think uh, I personally do uh, but there's lines for everyone right my line is like brutal death matches with like carving people like explicit I ain't a light tubes guy yeah there you go fair play everyone has their lines um Mine is like the most extreme. I like some deathmatch, but you know, not all of it. It's not always for me. Some people just don't like bloody stuff in general, which is fair play. Yeah. You can't really criticize people for having that taste. But when you come online mm -hmm. and you you say that Ruby Soho is bleeding too much, this is too violent, this is this is fine, this is out of control, this must be stopped, this cannot be allowed, but you're totally fine with John Moxley doing it. Yes. Or name any other wrestler, Brian Danielson, someone who bleeds fairly regularly. Um, yeah, I mean, check your double standards. Mm -hmm. I think that there was so like much... a badass as well. Shit, I thought this was, for me, right? That, uh, this match rocked. I loved it. <laughs> uh, you know, the Anna J situation yes. aside, I thought this match was a ton of fun. For me, on par with the, the awesome match that, uh, that, that Ty and Anna had with yeah. the Bunny and Penelope Ford. Awesome violent fest. Uh, Ruby's performance was incredible. I thought the blood enhanced it. You don't have to agree. That's fine. Yeah. We can we can enjoy different things. But uh, don't be a weirdo when the woman decides to bleed in a hardcore match, and then just be totally fine when a man 
does it? There's a standard there that I think needs to be addressed, and we you got, got to call bollocks like this out, yes, otherwise it goes unchecked. So yeah, those are my two cents. I think it's fair, absolutely fair enough what you say there, mate, but most importantly, as you alluded to there, get well soon, yes. and Jay will bring you any update as and when we get it. Uh, moving on, uh, Andy, to a guy who'd never get juice. Oh, no, never. <laughs> yeah, funny when Cody bleeds, no one, <laughs> no one says anything. What's the difference there, I wonder? Did he bleed in a um, retro jungle boy once? The guy, him and Moxley, man, you can't oh, trust well, them. Yeah. You can't trust them. Uh, good job Cody's back in WWE in that regard for yeah. his, his blood flows. Just tit stuff in WWE. <laughs> yeah, just tearing muscles off his body. Um, right, uh, Cody, update, Fightful Select. Do you want to know who Cody's been training with? Who he handpicked. He handpicked two wrestlers to train at the Performance Center to help him get back into ring shape ahead of his comeback. Who you got? Well, I unfortunately read this story before we came in here, okay. so I know, of course, it is Tony D'Angelo <laughs> and goddamn Stats. Of course, they got two dives back as well. <laughs> uh, Joe Gacy and Cam, uh, Carmelo Hayes. I, I love both of them, yeah. but Carmelo Hayes should be on the main roster. Yeah, right Car- now. Carmelo Probably Hayes Joe Gacy should Joe be Gacy's, as well. Joe Gacy's They've just awesome. got a lot of skidding stuff yeah. going on. So don't you don't have to immediately just go oh bollocks got the main roster. But Mello and uh, and Trick main roster tomorrow, please. Yeah, hundred percent. They're a money act, uh, and like it's really cool to know that Cody handpicked these two. And went, yeah. yeah, I want to train with those guys because Mello is obviously awesome. Gacy's been a wrestler for like I don't know, like fifteen years. Yeah. Like like pre WWE, he was in CZW. He was all over the Indies. He was in Evolve. A uh, very very seasoned solid guy. Probably like the exact kind of bloke you want. Yeah training you for an in-ring comeback. So, Fightful note that Cody has been at the Performance Center um, in advance of his return. He's been seen there with family members, team members, the gigantic boss that dog. he has. D- hopefully, dog. Uh, just keep him away from the fireworks, unlike you did in AEW, <laughs> Cody, you silly that. sausage. I'm only joking. I'm just having a bit of fun. Um, and it's noted here as well that Cody does factor into WrestleMania plans. It's interesting to see what comes of that. Maybe the title, maybe Seth the Chef. We'll find out. They're doing the vignettes. He's going to win the Royal. He's gonna, uh, they, these vignettes should lead to next week or even this week because it's been like return, injury. What's next? That's going to be in tonight's Raw, I believe. Yeah. We are less than two weeks away from the Royal Rumble now. Just announce him in it. You don't need to be like, oh, is he going to be it? Yes, just say he's going to be in it. Yeah. And have him win from 27 because that 27 spot is not as important as it used to be. They haven't cooked it up recently, no. have they? When was the last one? In fact, I'm useless with yeah. stuff like that. I'm not going to be able to know, but yeah. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, I love the fact that he's working with Carmelo Hayes and, and uh, Joe Gacy. Yeah, Joe Gacy, for all the bollocks, if you, how do you feel about the cult stuff and with The Rock's daughter and what have you? In ring, I think he's fantastic. And yeah. his finisher is one of my favourites right now. So, yeah, excited to see uh, how these guys benefit from working with someone like Cody. And very excited to see Cody back in the ring and his tit. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, finally... <laughs> Second generation star is signing with WWE. Colby Carino. Yeah, that surname should probably ring a bell. Fightful uh, <laughs> Select reporting that he is indeed heading to WWE. Uh, they had been previously unable to legally reach out to the 26-year-old because he was with the NWA. That contract expired at the end of this year. Um, and uh, yeah, he heading to WWE. No exact uh, start date for Colby. Uh, but of course, you've got his father, Steve Carino, former ECW World Champion, NWA World Heavyweight Champion. His aunt is Alison Danger, who had a short stint uh, working as an NXT coach. His uncle is Ares, who at one point tagged with Claudio Castagnoli. And my favourite bit of this is that he technically made his in-ring debut at the age of five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been in the business for a long time, brother. Yeah, I, Colby Carino, I've been watching him for years and years and years and years. It seems like he's been on the indie circuit for like a decade at this point mm. and he's only like 26 Jeez. obviously got started really young not quite five technically yeah. you know you know, you know. tagged with his dad uh, in a, yeah look yeah. it up very promising very promising guy um, it makes sense for him to go to WWE absolutely he fits the kind of profile a uh, younger person they can kind of sculpt obviously his dad's there which is cool and good for them and all of that stuff looking forward to seeing what he does yeah my Concerns previously would be that they'd make an awful stable called Second Gen with a load of wrestlers whose dads used to wrestle. But thankfully, Vince is not getting involved in creative, so that's not going to happen, Andy. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to your Twitter questions at What Culture WWE. Of course, you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Jam Walker, uh, who says, "Do you think Australia will ever get the Super Showdown back? Right. Uh, the five out, the five whole minutes there where it felt like our very own, we had our very own big event." Was sure nice. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> God, did he say Sorry. throw another shrimp on the barbie? Uh, it was implied, I think. Uh, okay, sure. Sorry, uh, Jam Walker. Yeah, yeah, come on. Uh, I don't see why not. I mean, that that was in like a 60,000-seater yeah. stadium, wasn't it, in Melbourne? Um, yeah, I Sorry. think... Melbourne. Of course. Uh, I don't see a reason why they wouldn't go back there. Uh, 
you'd imagine that the past couple of years have been very tricky uh, yeah. with certain restrictions and stuff. But yeah, I mean, they sold those, they sold pretty much all those tickets, if I recall. Uh, they, it would make money. Um, the last one had some really fun stuff with like Buddy Murphy yeah. winning the title and stuff. Like it was just, it's nice when you do right by people in their home territory. I'm a fan of people not just jobbing out when they're in their like their home country or whatever or their or their hometown in yeah. some cases. Um, yeah, I don't see why not. I think they'll go back. I think they have a proven track record, obviously, of selling tickets for that major event. I think it'll do well. Also, British standpoint. Pretty cool to wake up at yeah. 10 a.m. on a Saturday and a show starting. That's that's sick. All the all the American fans. That's what could have done at a bad time. Try it for an entire fucking year. Yeah, 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 um, people. Yeah, like you say, they've got a lot of uh, high-profile Aussies and people from Muzzle, uh, Emma winning the who belt, could, who could do stuff. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see it. And we would go, me and Andy, to report on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to manifest from now well, on. Well, we do have a travel budget, though. I'm not sure if it would... Uh... Oh, imagine that. Me and Andy have gone to Australia. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. See you in a month. Are you going to the show? No. no we're going to the uh, uh, neighbour set. We're going on tour. We're going to hang out with Carl Kennedy for four weeks. Because that's when neighbours become good friends. Tony, where you at? Is he still on the go? Well, they cancelled it, didn't they? They finished it all up. They were like, right, it's all finishing. Here's Kylie, here's Jason Donovan, blah, blah, blah. And then about two weeks later, they went, uh, yeah, we're going to relaunch it on a streaming service. So I was like, well, what was the point of the big finale? Anyway, but I think Tony's still knocking about. I love Toadfish, yeah. Yeah. James, <laughs> a.k.a. Chunk, gives us our second question of the day. Uh, what Culture Towers are holding a What Culture Rumble? Who's entrant number one? Who's entrant number 30? And who's winning? Uh, Phil Chambers is entrant number one. He yeah, goes, good Iron Man. He goes the distance. He could actually hold it, it, it together. Yeah, he's, he, he, it in he, the he's done a bit of wrestling here and there. Entering at number two, uh, ooh, who's entering at number Nicholas. two? Nicholas. Nicholas. I like that because like, it's it. like, like Owen's insane. Yeah. Kicking. <laughs> piss out of each other they fight all the time it's wild <laughs> yeah, I see them on the pool table it's violent op- opposite sides of the office it's so violent they can all rush in like WWE officials if they're going to get into a fight default winner is probably Simon Miller Simon yeah unless we do the whole everyone jump on the big show and chuck him out basically yeah. then I'd still have money on Phil winning because he's a wily little bastard Scott Tilford's winning ooh he's got I'm, some... not think- I'm just thinking wrestling team here yeah he's got some chaos about him man I Morgan Morgan he Gareth, could be, yeah. he'd get most of them if it's not Miller. I think so. I'd, I'd get the Bushwhacker Luke. Entrant number 30 be, because he's, he doesn't work in the same office as us. For now, well, probably for the future, Jules. Ooh. What the hell's he doing back here? Oh my god, yeah. he's back on the wrestling channel. Good. Yeah, um, Gareth's my pick. Yeah. I although, although, because I've never actually physically met him, but hopefully this is going to change going forward. I've heard Andrew Pollard can handle himself. Yeah, he's a giant man. He's an absolute Goliath. You don't know about this guy. You don't know about this guy. He's he's like a lovely bloke, but he's like he's, yeah. he's a big boy. He's gonna mess you up. Shout out to the uh, weekend news team, probably. <laughs> uh, I was twenty two thousand Royal Rumble. The Michaels are in the ring, yeah. like too cool. Oh yeah, Rikishi comes in here, throws them both out. Who's taking the Taka bump? Hopefully no one. But <laughs> oh, we need to make this happen now. I, I like a taste of the good life. Yes, I definitely get Taka Mishinoku. Yeah. Yeah. And they'd repeat it over yeah, and yeah, over. Yeah. That'd be part of our news entr- entrance video. Here he is. Adam's getting his head taken off and smashing his face in. Heard, uh, the, heard the name of uh, Taka's new stable in New Japan. Go on. It's called Just Four Guys. I love him so much, man. <laughs> Eddie Zamhari, regular contributor. Cheers, Eddie. Uh, Eddie this is our final hello. question of the day. Hey, boys, since WrestleMania goes Hollyweird, 
Uh, he wrote Hollywood, but I just said that for some reason. Pick three wrestlers to adopt a character from a movie to be part of their new wrestling gimmick. Oh my gosh. So I think we work together on this. We should alternate like a wrestler and then a gimmick. So I've got Ryan Gosling's character from Drive in my head, right. as I often do. So which wrestler do you think we should give that for, for WrestleMania? Uh, I mean, the crap answer, right? If you wanted to make a tit of that great character, it would be Dexter Lewis. Oh. Because he doesn't say anything slash much. Uh, the favourite thing is people trying to pull off that, like, I reckon yeah, I can pull yeah. off that scorpion jacket. No, no one can, no, except for can. Ryan Gosling. Um, it has to be someone hot. Ricky Starks. Has to be. Has to be. Oh my god, that's actually good. Because yeah, he's just like, it has to be so, like, you have to be able to pull the jacket yeah. off. Never mind the role. I've got one. Go on. The dude, Big Lebowski. Right. Perfect for late career Orange Cassidy. Yes. Like grizzly in Orange Cassidy in the dressing gown with the flip flops. Awesome. Oh, now we need a white Russian. <laughs> Love it. Love a white Russian. They dehydrate yeah. you to hell, but they're nice. I'm a, I've become a. Baby Guinness guy. Oh boy! Oh boy! Lethal. Yes. <laughs> um, let's have another a character. Uh, Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to give that to actually it bouncing on his tail. Batista, <laughs> the most adaptable wrestler turned actor there is. Yeah. <laughs> Gee whiz. I, again. <laughs> I didn't anticipate this coming in today. Yeah. Talking about these things. <laughs> Hold on, we've got the driver from Drive. We've got the dude and Tigger. They're going to be attacked. They're going to be a trio stable. Well, <laughs> good to be back. Batista was really good in uh, Glass Glass. Yeah, Island. he looks good in that new M. Night... I can never say his surname. Yes, uh, Shyamalan. It's called like Knock at the Door. Who's that knocking yeah. at the door? It's like, what if the man is ringing the bell? That's what the film's called, I think. Um... There you go. I don't know why I'm making it. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Do I want to see an M. Night... What's his name? Film? Films? Yeah. Like the thing with... Batista... Was that one where they went to the beach and just got old? I have not seen that. I I, I don't think I've ever seen one apart from The Sixth Six Sense. The Sixth Sense? Yeah, I've seen that. And I was like, okay, that's enough. Um... No, the only other one I'd like to see is the one where, spoiler, I'm fairly certain the trees are killing people. Oh, what's that called? It's called like... It's the one with the Mark Wahlberg, The Happening, is it? And he's like, he's like, oh my god, someone's getting run over by their own lawnmower. Is that the one where the trailer was like, something's happening? <laughs> he's like, oh, it's and then the happening. leaves are just going, oh. <laughs> Imagine getting killed by a tree. Oops. Oh boy. Right, anyway. Remember <laughs> those big tree boys in Lord of the Rings? They come in, they mess everyone Oh my up. god, by the way, you see the greatest film franchise of all time is on every Saturday, couple going forward. Mission Impossible, oh my god, Lord of the Rings, absolutely. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> who's editing today? Sorry, Nicholas. Nicholas. Yeah. He was so good on wrestle culture last, last week. He didn't swear or anything. I do apologise. Well, what he's swearing this week, brother. What go dress wherever you get your podcast from? And finally, it's Andre the Giant doing karaoke the night before WrestleMania Six. <laughs> of course, sure. What's he singing? Uh, oh my uh, crazy frog! Uh, in fact, he was actually singing "Green Green Grass, <laughs> Blue Blue Sky." The dog version of uh, uh, "Day Tripper" by the Beatles. Is George Ezra the modern-day John Lennon? No, George Ezra's talented. Well, the comment section is going to be an absolute bloodbath today. Let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed. George Ezra sucks, I'm, I'm joking. George Ezra uh, absolutely rules, but, I'll not hit anything else. But John Lennon sucks too, so... <laughs> I, the Beatles stink, man. I'm, I'm fed up with people pretending they're good. Oh, they influence so many people, I don't care. The people... What's your favourite version of the Beatles? 
Uh, the a farm animal version. Uh, animal noises is it called I on don't Spotify? Know. <laughs> you know, you you got it on loop. Ah, goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, let us know in the comments. <laughs> like, share, subscribe, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcast reviews. Smackdown, Rampage, that one we were talking about earlier, and uh, preview of Monday Night Raw. Uh, thoughts, Twitter questions, all the good stuff on there at What Culture WWE on Twitter, where you can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at at Andy H Murray. The H stands for Hamden. Sadly, Anthony Stewart, you ruined the weekend. Yeah, it's rubbish. That uh, follow me. On, you do it? Follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Adam Wilborn. Marcus Rashford was not offside. Uh, follow us all at What Culture WWE. Just stirring the pot there. Uh, but for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. Sorry, Adam Nicholas, our editor, and we'll see you soon. Graham Shinney should be captain. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify, in-store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com retail23. Shopify.com retail23. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.